This episode of Says Who, the first episode of 2020, is brought to you by you. Through your support at patreon.com slash says who, your ongoing generosity is the thing that makes us able to do this every week with you. It's like you're holding us hostage, but with money. Patreon.com slash says who. We're captives. <laughs> Hi, this is Maureen. Well, it's here, January 2020. We made it. That means it's time for the hand on the wall. January 21st. The oh, trilogy exciting. concludes. I know. I keep thinking of us. Ah, January, January, January. When all this done. And I'm like, oh, oh, it's January. It's 21 days from now. Comes out. I'll be on tour. Uh, details coming on that. But you can, if you go to MaureenJohnsonBooks.com, there's tour info. There's pre-order info. If you pre-order the book from anywhere, you get this cool lentangular, lentangular, lenticular, lenticular print, which means that when you turn it, hidden information. It, they're really cool. I got a package of them from uh, Harper, and I've just been going ding, 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 ding. You can get signed books and pre-order gifts and all kinds of nice stuff. Come on, if you pre-order. Uh, you're just doing me the biggest solid. And I also think you'll like it. And the book is dedicated to Dan. Oh, it is. The book is dedicated it. to Dan. So stop if you, it. If you pre order it, you're pre ordering, pre ordering the book dedicated to Dan Sinker. <laughs> hey, everyone. This is Dan. And you may have been enjoying your holiday time, but the impeachment is going to start back up again very shortly. And that means impeachment.fyi will be starting up again on Monday, January 6th. I sum up the day's news in the impeachment uh, and I send it to you in your inbox. If you sign up at impeachment.fyi slash sign up, January 6th is coming. Dot FYI. Hey. Hey. Uh, hello? Hey. Hey, Happy New Year, friend. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's Can a I new hang out year, with you? 2020. It's a new decade. Can Finally kick that piece of shit 2019 out the door. Of course, hang out. Bring in the new year with me, friend. I can stay. Well, I mean, sure. sure. All are welcome here on New Year's oh, cool. Day. All are welcome. I'm staying. Great. Sit right here. Who? who uh, good friend. Who are you? 2019. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for letting me in. No one else would let me in and stay, so it's pretty cool uh, of you. I'll just well, hang out here. What is this? Mm, is this seven layer dip? What is this, this queso? Is, Can I have is, some of this? Yeah. So, well, this. Um, you mind if I stick my hand in here? No. What are you doing? No. No, 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 no. I you mind if I put some of this down my pants? Mm. Oh boy. Yeah. Listen. What are these olives? These olives? It, these this, olives? Yeah, they're olives. Mm. It's a little hey, awkward. Hey, is this your TV? Is this your TV? 
No. We'll go with no. Can I have it? No. Listen, did, 2019. Did you enjoy me? Did you you're, enjoy me? You're, uh, I mean, it was a mixed bag. Listen. I, I've been going to therapy. I've been, to, I've been oh, going well, to therapy. And I'm yeah. trying to get um, work on my self-esteem. Okay. Well, so did listen, you did you enjoy I, me? I mean, because a lot of people said they didn't. It really got me down. Uh, I I mean, I think that I I appreciated some personal successes in 2019. See that? I was great. I'll stick around. Well, but that's the this is a little awkward, but your time is your time is done. It's a new year, 2019. It's time to time to move on. You've got a you got pants full of queso and it's time. It's time to move. It's time to go. 2019, you're done. <laughs> I know. It's okay. I was trying so hard in therapy. Well, you know. <laughs> you know, tw- 2019. No, come on, just did, let me say. You did your best. Give me, give me another chance. Just give me I, a chance. There isn't another. This isn't how it works. Time is unrelenting in its forward momentum. I'm going to your basement. No. Like, I live no, down no. there. No, 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 no. Is this your it's time control? to go. It's time to go. Control? Give me, let me have your remote control. No. Give it. No. <laughs> Give it. <laughs> no, you can't have my remote control. Uh, I need it for the TV. I need it. You're, you're, you my don't, phone. It's I need time. It. It's need just to call time. my therapist. Uh, <laughs> these are Venetian blinds. Can I run my hand on them? Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, can I eat this couch cushion? Can I lick your dog? Uh, can I have your dust? Just let me stay. Welcome to Says Who. The podcast that isn't a podcast. It's 2020. I'm Maureen Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. Maureen Johnson, happy new year. Dan, we started this in 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Now, granted, we started it in late. Mm, three quarters of the way through 2016, and this is just yeah. the first day of 2020. So, you know, we haven't run the full span yet, but I just want to point that out. Uh, you know, the best laid plans and all. It is uh, a new year, but it is also a new decade, and I feel like my brain isn't processing that half. Time is really broken, and the idea that like 10 years is done and 10 more is starting doesn't I don't even know what that means anymore no neither do I well then here we are here we are says Whovians we made it 2019 is in the rear view 2020 is in the is in the lead but before we get to all of that Maureen Johnson we need to talk about how amazing Sezhuvians are. Oh, yeah, we do. We really do. So 
we you have talked. Sn- you snuck up on us. You did sneak up on us. We have talked previously about how wonderful and generous and and supportive the community at Facebook slash groups slash Sezhuvians is. But you all snuck, snuck, organized to donate over six hundred dollars each to ProPublica on my behalf and to the Loaves and Fishes Food Pantry on Maureen's behalf. Yeah. We got, uh, so the Loaves and Fishes Pantry, uh, Loaves and Fishes is the community kitchen where they serve uh, lunch once a week. And the uh, pantry, the food pantry runs all the time. And the food pantry, so my mom this is connected to a church that she works with that has no overhead. Like literally they have, they just don't have any money at all. There's no funding for this. It's just whatever they get in a basket. So that money directly is going to pay for, I would think at least a month of the, the community lunches um, and quite a lot of food in the pantry. Um, that's awesome. Because, uh, like I said, on Thanksgiving, people were lined up around the block for food and they didn't have enough. They were, in the end, just giving out the last of whatever they had, which was beans. So, um, you know, this is unbelievably kind of you. You have genuinely uh, put food in people's mouths. So thank you. Yeah. And supporting a journalism org like ProPublica, who do incredible work who stretch a dollar beyond belief and who are, you know, one of the few that are both kicking ass, but also figuring out how they can do the most good in their, within the world of journalism. They are a, they are a news org that trains folks. They are a news org that has been, uh, even though they are New York and nationally focused have been, uh, putting money towards local news all over the country. Like they are doing amazing stuff and it's amazing. Like I, so the most incredibly sneaky part of all of this is that this was entirely self-organized, uh, on, in the Facebook group. Uh, but they coordinated with Janice, who is the moderator of the group, but also is my wife. And, uh, (laughs) They are keeping it all secret and uh, dropped it on us on on Christmas Eve, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was one of those things. It it hit me sort of the same way that when I found out one of my closest friends, I've been friends with her since I was eight years old. Uh, I texted, you know, I told her I was like, for your Christmas gift, I've donated to Fair Fight, uh, Stacey Abrams organization to ensure free and fair elections. And I said, here, I've donated this much to Fair Fight. And she had done the same exact thing for me. Oh. We did it. Like, we both gave the same amount to Fair Fight in each other's names. So it was that kind of Christmas. That's awesome. So the best kind. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good way to come into 2020. It is a good way. I feel like for all of the fucking beat down that these these last few years have done for people kind of acknowledging that we need to help each other, right? That that's the best gift that we can be giving is, is right there. It's right there, Maureen. 
So thanks, everyone. I mean, really, thank you. That is... Yeah, that's incredible. It, that, that's really going to make a big difference. Yeah, it's awesome. It is so awesome. Maureen Johnson, how was your holiday break? Dan, it was good. I mean, technically, we're still on the holiday break, kind of, uh, you know, because we're, you know, it's that uh, holiday ween, you know, kind of thing where you're in between. And tomorrow we're uh, going to Massachusetts for New Year's Eve. Oh, nice. I said my friends of mine have a big themed party every year. So I'm going to that. What's the theme? Well, the theme, I mean, they, they go all out. They convert their house. Like, oh my God. it's it's costumed, everything. So the whole house will be, they decorate it and theme it and like the food will be themed and well, they have so many great themes. But this year's theme, I saw it on the Evite like two months ago and sort of remembered what it was. I was like, oh, it's good and evil. So I said to Oscar, oh, it's good and evil. And we couldn't, you know, we're like, well, what do we do? And so we. We got some costumes. Um, for some reason, the best we could come up with was I w- I'm going to be Bellatrix Lestrange, and he's going to be a Weasley <laughs> because I could. F- I wanted to do my hair big, and I was like, I could do that costume. I could figure that out. Um, and um, then I looked at it again, and that's not the theme. <laughs> Wait, what? It's close but different. It's heaven and hell. Okay. So our costumes make no sense. (laughs) But I'm thinking about just going with it. Just do it. Why like why Bellatrix is strange? Why not? She's probably in hell. I found a big Yeah, I'm not sure, Dan, what I'm gonna do about this. Um You've got all the way till tomorrow to figure it out. Not even. So I'm, you know, I ordered the costume. It was, it's coming in a package. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to have to make this work. Um, sure. It's not going to make any sense. And that's okay. I got it for you. Helatrix. Oh. There you go. I'm going to do Done. That. My dream job at the party is helping cook or cleaning up the dishes. Okay. I like that. That's a good, that's a good position in a party. Yeah. Like it, or, you know, just give me a job. I love a job. Yeah. I I like a job. I like a job. People like socialize. I'm like, but I could be, I could be vacuuming. (laughs) (laughs) Vacuuming during the party. I like it. Do they make like rider you're a vacuums? Like human Roomba. Yeah. No, I don't think they do. For even for like convention centers or something. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, they look like little zambonis. I would love to drive one of those. That would be cool. I like. Do you do you ever see in in various towns the like um, the sidewalk sweeper ride-ons? Those are great. Oh, uh, we have sidewalk plows here. Ooh. They're great. Yep. They, I, like, they... I like a small riding construction vehicle. Those oh, are good. 
Dan, if I could just drive a golf cart just goddamn once around here, that would be... It's my dream. There, little little tiny things you can drive. I like to drive a tiny thing. I'm trying to remember where we were this summer. We were in a town where there were like people driving golf carts on the street. Like just normal street vehicles. But yeah, there like me. I can't remember where it was now. That place I went to in Florida in the Keys. In March. Oh, yeah, that's a big Florida thing for sure. That was like you drive around in a golf cart. It was the good part. Yeah, I was like, oh, I would drive around in a golf cart. Hey, Maureen, speaking of Florida. Speaking of Florida. Speaking of holidays. Speaking of holidays. I don't want to spend a lot of time this episode talking about him, but I don't think that Donald Trump had a very Merry Christmas this year. That guy as nice as that? You hate to see it. I know. You do. I feel like he has spent his entire time in Mar-a-Lago just basically doing nothing but shit posting on Twitter. Well, that's different. It feels different. It mm. is it is I do not follow his Twitter account. Do you? Do you follow him on Twitter? No. Yeah, good. I but I do check on it every now and then and I checked on it I think on Christmas Eve cuz I'm hate myself mm -hmm. and um it was like i was looking at it and it was just like this is incoherent like the what he is retweeting is wild and it is non-stop this dude has been on like a retweet bender since he was impeached and it is just like maga accounts and fucking QAnon accounts and like 40,000 different hashtags and it is it is just an incoherent mess. So he's basically Doesn't... retweeting garbage Facebook memes? Yeah. Yeah, and then some. Like just he apparently retweeted an account that outed the whistleblower like he's just he is on a fucking tear and a half. Mm. It's not it's not been it's not been a happy holiday for him. Well, um Dan, obviously, when you're president, um, you have a yeah. big staff. You know, Christmas is a holidays are a big deal. White House gets all decorated. Um, they decorate presumably Mar-a-Lago. It's you know, it's a big, it's a big deal, and it's a family holiday. It's something you uh, definitely want to um, recognize. I mean, presumably, it seems like yeah. a very Donald Trumpy kind of holiday because it involves stuff. Um, yeah, but so he was on his uh, conference call to the troops on Christmas Eve. And he uh, admitted that while he had purchased Melania Trump, a quote, beautiful card, he had not sure. gotten her a Christmas present. Huh. He said, I'm working on a lot of things. I got her a beautiful card that actually I had a number of them. I picked the nicest what? one. Oh, well, that's nice. And though he, uh, and then he said he was still working on a Christmas present. Is that okay? There's a little time left. Not too much, but there's a little time yet. You made me think I'm going to have to start working on that real fast. So as of sort of midday Christmas Eve, he hadn't gotten his wife shit. That feels on brand. But also, who, do you give Oscar a card on Christmas? No. If that feels weird, right? 
Well, actually, I did give him a card because one of the gifts I got him was like a cooking class. And so I wrote well, it sure. in a card. I was like, your gift is a cooking class. I was, and I wrote yes. it in that tone of voice. Eh, your gift's a cooking class. <laughs> God so, damn it. What's he going to um, be cooking? We are gonna, there's two. One is baking your own croissants. Whoa. It's re- I, I picked this one also because it's really close to our house. It's at this cute little bakery. And I was like, that's pretty cool. And it's like local. So like helping out a local business. And the others at the big cooking school in New York called the uh, International Culinary. It, it's called ICE. Um, it's huge. And they have t- like hundreds of recreational classes. It's really cool. And we've done a couple there in the past. And this one is an Indian cooking class for a full vegetarian oh, wow. Indian meal. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I but like yeah, these like classes. That is, that is a card as a delivery mechanism. Yes. No, we don't yeah. just give each other cards. That seems so weird to me. I, I also want to imagine, just think of this. He says there were a lot of them, but he picked the nicest one. So yeah. it was some uh, that means one of two scenarios. Some aide is bringing him a selection of like, just cards, you know, yeah. the the kind of, ah, you're old ones from, you know, the funny ones like, yeah, you're as old as a piece of coal, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then there's ones with like a bird on it. Then there's the, the ones that the upper upscale ones that have actual glitter on them. You know, yeah, like sure. Little. And then there's, uh, I don't know, just a Santa. Like, so, so made, presumably they're on a pillow or something. It's, sir. Your selection of cards. He's like, I'm with the nicest one. Give me the one with the bird on it. Or he's gone to Hallmark. He's definitely not going to Hallmark. It is the it is the former scenario for sure. I am psyched that Hallmark stores still exist. I don't think they're gonna be with us for long. Um, because I have always my whole life been mystified by Hallmark star- stores. They have that smell. Um, they do have a smell. God, I haven't been in one in a million years, but as soon as you said that smell, I could smell it. It's it's the smell of a hundred scented candles commingling into something that smells vaguely purple I, is the only way I can describe it. <laughs> like a, and um, it's like a, it, it yeah. And uh, it's got the ornaments in the front and then all the cards, but then like figurines. And there'll be a glass case with some stuff in it that I guess is extra special. Um, presumably now there'll be a lot of signs, a lot of signage that say things like life's a beach. Right. Yeah, I would guess there's a lot of like hashtag blessed type Too signage. blessed to be stressed, too stressed to be blessed. I don't think that's one, but it could be. The Uh, 14-year-old the other day, we got a Christmas card in the mail, and he saw that it was a Hallmark card, and he was like, the Hallmark channel makes cards now? Damn. And I was like, whoa. We are through the looking glass. Generational change. Yeah, we we don't. They're still out there. I have noticed from looking at the cards I get, I need to get my shit together and send out cards. You guys sent out a card and it's a cool one. Yeah, the, we did. All the cards are photo cards. Yeah. There are two 
on my little tree that are not photo cards. And yes, you I have put a them... card tree. Yes, I have a little. It's a little metal thing with clips, and you just clip the clip the cards. Oh, out. I like that. I drag it out every year, and every year I bought the cards this year. Even Dan, I had them, and I we said, did this that is... a few different years. I said this is the year. And then I failed. It's the it's the addressing the envelopes part. It's that's the, the addressing the, the envelopes. blocker. Yeah. Yeah, and some of them I have to send internationally. So then I have to go to the local post office. That's a whole thing. A yeah. New York post office is a is a treacherous. Dan, I went in there the other day because I had to send some packages. And I went up to the counter and I needed something that I didn't have for the package oh. to be sent. And they yeah, said, there take, you go. take the package back over there, do this, fill out this form, and then come back. Just, just go past the line. And come right oh. back up to the window. Oh, I hate that request. And I was already, because it was one of those days that was real clammy. So the second you step inside, you just start sweating. So you're just like dripping with sweat. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I'm so sweaty. I've got this giant box. Because you have to carry everything in New York, Dan. You can't just stick shit in your car. And like, right. You have to either have a big weird cart or you have to put it in a giant bag and carry everything that you intend, you you consider everything you do in New York because that you're carrying that shit. So I carried all these big ass boxes down. They're like, go over there with your box. And then I came back, and everybody in the line was like, uh, "There's a lot." Uh, and like I was getting uh, heckled, yeah. and I turned. I was like, "She told me to come back. She told me to come back." Anyway. I genuinely love post offices and I love fucking mailing stuff and like I get so much pleasure out of it. But the, but that request of step away and just come back to my window when you're done. Oh, I hate it because, yeah, you, you you are you are a razor's edge away from a mob just stomping you to death. Oh, I was. It was not good, Dan. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, this isn't about post offices or Hallmark stores. This Could is about be, the fact. Maybe we that he... do that. Maybe 2020 is when this when this podcast changes up. Becomes... He didn't. He didn't get her a gift. No. No. He has assistance to do that shit. Yeah, that's the weird part, right? Like he does not employ anyone that seems to think about anyone but him, because. Yeah, wouldn't there be, you know, a protocol droid or whatever that is like, okay, here, you're getting Melania yes. this this year. You're getting yes. Baron this this year. Like like business people have, the, you know, like they have somebody does your, somebody manages your address book. They do your cards. They buy your, your gifts for everybody. They make sure everything's wrapped and where it needs to be. That's a thing. Yeah. And he's no, got but, it. But, but his cronies are just there to serve him. Yeah. Someone's there to get him his Skittles and Diet Cokes, but no. And according to a lot of these pieces, he regularly doesn't get her a gift. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you think Baron Trump has ever gotten a gift from his father, at least? No, I think I think Melania does that. Or Mel Melania yeah. at least has the staff do it. Yeah. There's never been an indication that she's a bad mom. Other than staying married to Donald Trump. Other than, I mean, like, I don't want to give them any credit, 
It's just that <laughs> there doesn't seem to be any indication that she's a bad mom. Right. No, I'm sure that she is getting him a gift of some kind. Or yes, like you said, she probably has a staff that is selecting gifts for everyone. But he does not. I can't imagine she's ever gotten a gift from him. That wasn't really a gift for himself. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, I got you these men's cufflinks. I got you this box of cigars. <clears throat> I mean, I guess her gift is just the gift of being married to Donald Trump. Oh, boy. That's I mean, not... obviously, obviously, fuck them. But, you know, I do have to be fair in the sense that there is no... There's no actual known evidence that she's in any way bad mom. We have to. Uh, Other than remaining in love married with this awful marriage. Being married to, yeah, subjecting her child to um, yeah. a, uh, a monster. Yeah. And marrying a monster. Having a yeah. child with a monster. Yeah. All of those things may not have been a, a, a choice. So there's that. Look, we don't know. All we know is she's we not don't. getting a gift. Not from him. No. No, but the world might be getting a gift from him, Maureen. Wait, wait what if it was just like a like a piece of uh like like presidential stationery that says good for one free back rub? Oh, I don't want that in my head. Get that shit out of my head right now. <laughs> but then he's like, uh. but you have to give it to me. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. Oh, it's still gross. Thank you, Donald. Still gross. I don't thank want you, dear. Oh, I don't thank want any of that in my head. Stop thank you, it. dear. Thank you. Stop it. I don't even want to be talking about these people, Maureen. I want to be talking about 2020. Well, Dan, um, in Trump library news, which is not a thing, no. a Palm Beach County trailer park could be the site of a future Donald Trump presidential library. The pitch hmm. may be made by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> sure. close friend of Donald Trump Jr. Now, when I first a read, lot. A lot I first in that, read that, I thought it was a Mad Lib. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just pick this apart for a sec before... Before I get into this little, a Palm Beach County trailer park. That's a, there's the subject. Could be the site yeah. of, then the next blank is Donald Trump Presidential Library. The pitch sure. may be made by blank. It was person, a close friend of Donald Trump Jr. So, um, Vanilla Ice. Maybe, maybe, I think a lot of our listeners will be familiar with Vanilla Ice. Um, if you're not, he was kind of the kid rock of his day, maybe. Uh, the No, no, it's it's more than mm, that. No. He, kid rock, believe it or not, I think was slightly more genuine than Vanilla Ice. Yeah, that's why it doesn't seem quite right. Vanilla Ice was a rapper in very late 80s, early 90s. A bleach like a one-hit wonder white rapper. A one-hit wonder, a white rapper. He wore very big, shiny pants. And his song was called Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. 
and uh, uh, leaned heavily on a sample of under pressure. Yep. Do 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 do. It was that. Yeah. And he would just go ice, ice, baby. And then he did a big pants dance. I believe that did now. Did he have a big pants dance? Oh yeah, he was a big dancer. I can't. I can. I can see his. Great big I pants? can see his uh, shaved little lines shaved in his eyebrow, but I cannot imagine. I cannot picture his big pants dance. He had a super super blonde hair that was kind of in a fade, and a, yeah. and a teased up fade, and these big pants, shiny, shiny, shiny pants. Can't I cannot over overemphasize how shiny the pants were, and it was a little. It was sort of like it was basically the MC Hammer dance. Yeah. But done by Vanilla Ice. Done by Vanilla Ice. Who also um, did the theme song for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 movie. Oh. Well. Now here we go. Yeah. So he, um, I believe now he has like a home construction show. Yeah, he's got some kind of HGTV-ish show. Like he, Vanilla Ice will install your cabinets or something. But uh, from this is from the Palm Beach Post. A Palm Beach County trailer park could be made the site of a future Donald J. Trump presidential library. That's the vision of James Arena, a real estate broker and resident of Briny Breezes, the 43-acre coastal town just short of Bonton Beach. Seem real. It's made up entirely of a mobile home park. Arena, okay. an avid Trump supporter, says he thinks he can convince the president to buy the land and turn it into a personal monument. Arena says he has like the, that. I'm sure he has the ball rolling by reaching out to his friend, rapper and Palm Beach County resident Vanilla Ice, who is close to the Trump family. Vanilla Ice ran it by Donald Jr. Arena said of the president's eldest son. He called me back and said, man, I think they're really into it. And we need to pause on that because that might be the most surreal statement that has ever been made <laughs> about a presidential library. And that includes anything you can say about the Reagan Library, which has a goddamn airplane in it. <laughs> Let's just break this down for a second. It, this entire town is a trailer park right now. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a trailer park. Nope. Live not, there. not in the least. The entire town is currently a trailer park. And so the pitch is to basically displace the entire town? Yes, they want to sell it for a billion dollars. Oh, sure. That's the going rate. A billion dollars is definitely the going rate for 43 acres in Florida. And it's coastal, so apparently there are flooding issues with the town. Oh, good. So there's a lot of issues probably land-wise in terms of, you know, flooding, sea level, etc. So, um... The goal is to try to sell the land for a billion dollars huh. to build a Trump library. And we need to really stop and consider this fact because, Dan, he's getting a library. They all get libraries. What the yeah. fuck is going to be in there? Because usually they have papers. Right. What papers I'm does he have? I mean, there are certainly papers, but are they going to want those papers no. collected and released to the public. No, they do everything they can to stop papers being collected and released to the public. Yeah, it will basically be a Donald Trump theme park. 
It'll be the first library with a with a with a ride. Yeah. Well, you know what? The Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library in Springfield, Illinois, basically has a ride. <laughs> they have a they they invest. Springfield, Illinois, is not a place that many people go unless they are a unless they are a part of the state house of of Illinois. And they invested millions of dollars in an update of the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library. And it has um, it has a stage show that is about investigating the ghosts of history. But it is done with Haunted Mansion style Pepper's Ghost illusions. Oh, my God. So there is... There is like the historian who comes out and then there are actual ghosts that come floating in on stage uh, as he is talking about the life and times of Abraham Lincoln. Well, I, I guess we'll see. So if he gets out in 2020, then I guess we start work on the library. <sighs> Think of how much grift is going to be involved in that process. I mean, oh. already they're trying to sell 43 acres of flooding trailer park in Florida for a billion dollars. So I guess yeah. we know how much grift is going to be involved in this. How much does an acre of land cost? I mean, it's very variable, but a uh, billion dollars for 43 acres is. Seems like a lot. I mean, that's well over, I'm bad at math, but a million dollars an acre would be $43 million. So a uh, hundred million dollars an acre is $430 million. So it's twice that. I feel $200 like million dollars an acre. That seems like Manhattan level prices. I think that's probably more than Manhattan level prices. An acre of land is is... A larger footprint than a Manhattan skyscraper. Yeah. Also, you know, they're all the residents will have to, you know, be bought out and Dan, it's these are actual conversations we have to have. I don't want to have them, Maureen. I don't want to have them. I want to look ahead. This is our New Year's Day episode, and we are in a literal swamp. In Florida, talking about a presidential library. And it has, it, it has to be in Florida because that's the state of residence now. Yeah. Well, and yeah, that's also where he can grift the most. Unless they just put it that they, they, there is totally the possibility. This is a crew that half asses everything. So there is entirely a possibility that the Donald Trump presidential library will simply be a gift shop in Trump Tower in New York. This may be the first presidential library that's on a cruise ship. That would be kind of awesome. It would sink. It would totally sink. It would be one of those that, uh, you know, it kind of gets stranded and then all the, the you get you get norovirus and then the toilets back up and everyone's <laughs> trapped on there. <sighs> It'll be one of those. I feel like I feel like we're stuck, Maureen. I feel like we're stuck in 2019 thinking it's 2020. Come on. 
All right. Get out of there. All right. Get off of that cruise ship. Well, the things, a lot's happening this year that we even, what we know about right now. We know that we're going to get an impeachment trial probably. Yeah. We're going to get the Democratic primaries. Those are starting in barely more than a month. Yeah, the first one's Believe in, it or not. in February. In Yeah, very beginning of February. I want to say the third in Iowa. And then oh, Iowa. Iowa. And then very shortly after that, uh, I think like a week after that is is New Hampshire. So it's it's all starting. Super Tuesday is like, you know, the beginning of March. Yeah. And then we know that we're capping off the year with the presidential election. Jesus Christ. It's good to know. It's good to have a it's good to have a couple points on the map. You know, it's good to have a frame uh, of reference. How are we getting through it, Maureen? I think very positively. Because here's how I feel about this year, Dan, and maybe you feel the same. I don't know how you feel, but I feel like I'm dropping some stuff away. I've decided to sort of stop carrying what I don't need. Yeah. If you don't need it, put it down. Um, I like it. We need less of a lot of things. You know, we certainly know because of the environment, because of the, the cluttered nature of our, of our minds and our intake, that we could all do. So much of human progress has been about getting more and we've reached this point where actually the trend we need to do is get less and when you feel kind of lighter like you've put a couple things down when you've when you've been through the you know you've you've lost a bunch of stuff in the fire yeah i'm trying to purge some stuff before the new year down like i'm i decided to sort of purge my closet and drawers um, I was like, it's time to get rid of, just loosen up some stuff. Like it's, it's time to do things a little differently and stop like being it. in some of the same old retreads. 2020 is about evolving, about growing into yeah. getting a picture of what you want in your mind and saying, or even just a little, you don't have to have the full picture. Just a little hint of like, this is the direction I want to go in. You don't yeah. have to do it all one day just going, I'm going that way. I'm going towards the sunrise and just like dropping the shit you don't need and 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 starting the you know, growing in that direction. Not going. I love it. Growing in that direction. I like it. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting year because for me, I kind of feel like this is the first year that I am on January first walking in feeling like myself like for the first time in a while yeah i would say like 2017 is a year that basically broke me and 2018 was the like holy shit what even am i year after that 17 year and this year, like, started with I had three months of work lined up January 1st of 2019. And that was it. And uh, 
And here at the end of it, like I am producing the impeachment newsletter. Like I have lots of different work that is all lined up and ready to go for this year. I have like, and I feel like I have a clarity of mind of who I am for the first time in a while. Mm. And it feels good. I feel a little bit the same. That's awesome. I think that the great, I, th I think about this a lot. The Trump years are obviously a tragedy, but they're not a tragedy that came out of nowhere. They came out of things that were there. It happened because this is who we are. Yeah. So the great tragedy would, not be, would be coming out of this the same. Yep. Certainly for like a white person. Um, you know, it, it's, and I'm not talking about just wokeness, you know, that like, that's, we got to get a lot past that. Um, right. But doing things fundamentally, you know, it's okay to start off. We all start off with some garbage, you know, like we all come up through a lot of garbage with If we, if we come out of this the same, then we have failed. Yep. So, yeah, if you have to come out of this kind of reconsidering how society works and how you live your life, like that's life anyway, but that's certainly life now. Yeah. And I think that it's one of the things that is interesting when I look back on the last few years is just how long that actually takes. You know, mm -hmm. like I remember even shortly after the 2016 election being like, I got to make some changes, you know, mm -hmm. and changes takes a long time, you know, and it, you know, the here we are at the cusp of 2020. And I feel like all of these different things that I've done over the last four years are finally manifesting. You know, it took a long ass time, but um. And so kind of be, give yourself permission for it to take time. Because these aren't simple, you know, it's, no. we're, we're complicated creatures and psychologically we have a lot of retread in us. And so to get, to kind of create a new neural pathway takes time and repetition. Yeah. And one thing, I'm going to say it right here on the fact this is a little one, and I know it's going to sound like, uh, but Dan. I really have to remember to do meditation every day in 2020 because my head is full and I, I want, I want my attention span back. Yeah. I need my attention span back. And that does help with that. It helps you stop the impulse to hit the shiny button all the time. And I need to curb the impulse to hit the shiny button all the time. It's not helping me or anybody else. Right. So um, that's just a little one. Um, but, you know, for example, where I come from, I come from Philadelphia. I come from that area that everyone's like, it's one of those really critical areas for the election because it's it, it's a weird mix. And it, right. it, it's it can, like a swing district. It's a swing district. And it's such a strange blend. Like my neighborhood is super... Not all, like there's a lot of really nice people, but there's a lot of Trumpiness. 
Mm-hmm. There's a lot of racism. Um, and that's where I grew up. And that's the, that's the water that I, you know, was, that was the little pond I was born into. And I always wanted to be out of it and, and do better than that. Yeah. But it, you know, his first step is to crawling out of the pond, but then like kind of guessing what got on me when I was in the pond, <laughs> you know, and recognizing that, you know, it's, it's more than just being like snippy on Facebook. Like it's gotta be more, it's, it's about living differently. Yeah. And doing a lot more than, um, you know, wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. But what? Definitely. But what, but how, like how, cause it, it, it involves like really fundamentally changing our lives, but also like, how do we, for example, coming to grips with, I didn't know growing up about basically the prison industrial complex and how it's modern slavery. I mean, that happened over many, that I think that probably developed over our, our lifetime, most likely, right. but I didn't know. So like, what do you do when you know about that? I'm like, how do I help with that? How do I help with is it was these systemic problems or the fact that you know where pollution is coming from that fundamentally it's not just about it it's about taking out your own compost bag but it's about food waste in general it's about food production it's about production it's about plastics it's about energy sources it's about you know and when you look at these big things you go what what do I do what do I do about that and all, but all of us, it is true that we're small, but like making loud noises about those things, but also trending changes matter. So am I making sense, Dan? You're making sense. Well, you, cause but you went, I think that you went real quiet and I was like, well, you were just like preaching. So I, I was I, just, I was, I was just like, listening. I'm like, I must be saying something real stupid because Dan's just no. shaking. He's rubbing his beard going. Ah, I'm partnered no. with such an idiot. You were just you were just going. I was letting you go. I think the thing to me though, like as I hear all of that, I get stressed because yeah. it's like these are all huge things. These are all huge things. And how do I work within like the thing about sort of being like everything is fucked is it's very hard to start. Yes. You know. And just figuring out how you can, you know, what are the small spheres of influence that any of us have and how do we kind of work within those and how do we do things that feel fulfilling to ourselves, but also help move balls forward in the world. I think that that's, you know, I think that that's what it is because it's very easy to be lost in mm -hmm. the despair of the enormity of it I, all i guess that's what i'm saying is like it actually doesn't feel as despairingly enormous it feels like it's a clear morning like i've woken up on a really clear good morning and though i see the big mountain i'm like all right there's a mountain yeah we we can get up there you know it's totally yeah. possible well, I definitely feel like for me, I am more capable of climbing than I have been. Yeah, in quite that's what a while. it feels like. And I, yeah, you know, I think, I think the muscles that we've trained over the last couple of years are kicking in. Right. Like suddenly I was like, and for me, 
for I mean, this is super personal, but for me, it's literally that it's that I, you know, I got sick. I had a thing happen to me about, was it six years ago? It was the end of 2014 okay. where I was, I was down and like, I was never sure if I was going to be able to, um, I, I was a, a lot of loss of physical function. Yeah. That, uh, and also some, it, it was hard because it was hard to think mentally, which is a lot of what thinking is. Um, because I was kind of cloudy and feverish all the time. Right. Like I, I had like a little, I had a fever for, for a year. Jesus. <laughs> it was a low one, but it went on for a year. Um, and Dan, I've never really gotten cool again. Whatever screwed me up, whatever happened to me in 2014 changed my body temperature permanently. Oh my God. But it's That's kind wild. of, but it's interesting because I just realized I'm like, I can just get rid of all this warm clothing because I don't need any of it. I'm like, I'm just buying wow. stuff that's just like, part of it is I'm physically like, go lighter. <laughs> I can't wear that. So just where it's yeah. like, the t like I'm like, uh, if this is my uniform of like lighter, lighter dresses and t-shirts, well, fuck it. Let's do that. Like, um, it's so silly, but I was like, ah, ooh, fuck it. I don't need it. Um, but I, I feel... Over the course of like slow, like my nervous system has, they said it would take a couple years, but it, it slowly knit itself back together again. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can do stuff. It's exciting. So I really it feel like, exciting. like it's all, I don't know, Dan, we've come, th we're, we're not through it. We're in it, but it feels like a clear morning. Yeah. It's 2020, everybody. Open the window. Well, unless, like, right now it's snowing and it is, it's, like, snaining outside. It's very, it's like the view out our window right now is just a cloud. Cloud. It's, it's really, it's white and kind of bitter and smluffy and cold and it's not quite raining, but little pellets of water hitting your face. Yeah. And Oscar came and he's like, it's quite miserable outside and very kind of overcast, a bit rainy and cold and very English. I, I think I like it. He actually said this. <laughs> uh, uh, Maureen, we have one last piece of business that we need to attend to before this episode can come to a close. Is it just marking the one year anniversary of when my husband tried to order a rare steak and a Chili's? Because that was Christmas last year. <laughs> Raise a glass. It's, it is raise a glass of Chili's best wine. I live uh, with Bertie Wooster, basically, and it is <laughs> marvelous. It is that we need our 2020 slogan, Maureen. 2018, we were living it to the max. 2019 was here we go. We need the says Whovia slogan for 2020. Well, I'm thinking about what we just said, and I just feel the picture in my head is of a really beautiful morning where the view is very clear. And it's cold. I like a winter morning when it's sunny because you really get this beautiful clarity. Yeah. I like that a lot. I really get the impression a lot of what we've talked about has been about going and journeys and running and 
I have a really lovely picture of somebody just as they are being enough and standing where they are and instead of like going for it, kind of grow for it, like literally growing, like standing where you are, but when you extend your arm, like it, it's, you know, you could stretch and it's, I don't know. I just had this image of growing into something. It's not quite it though, is it? Is it grow for it? I think I was thinking grow for it. And is that stupid? I think it's I right. Know. I think it's grow for it. That's what it feels like to me. Because you're enough like right it. now. And you're kind of just I like it. Being what you are, you're gonna grow, you're gonna grow for it. You don't have to run for it. It's not you'll go to it, but you know, it's not that running, it's not this treadmill that we've been on. It's not this kind of grind and incessant just uh, until we pass out and barf. We're standing still and we're it's like we're a tree or something lovely. We're just growing for it. I sound like a yeah. fucking yoga teacher. 2020, grow for it. Oh, Christ. But I like it. <laughs> works. It works. It works. And guess because, what? Because you know what? In the end, Chili's did make that rare steak, and apparently it was great. They were as amazed as he was. You know why? Because like I said last year, they they took that as such a challenge because when he sent the first one back because it was well done and they had that look like, sir believes in us. We will not disappoint, sir. And they went back and they found the best steak at Chili's. And God damn it, that chef said, finally, someone trusts that I can do this. And they made a perfect rare steak. They growed for it. They growed for it. They were perfect and sufficient just as they were, and they knew that someone had that level of belief in them. There you go. There you go, but says Huvia. Don't pull that shit at Applebee's. We're growing for it in I 2020. Like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Works. It works well in the mouth. Yeah. Says who is made possible by you. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who update for our Patreon backers. If you have been backing for four months at the $10 and up level, there are posters of a map of says Whovia on their way to you right now. And if you sign up even today in four months, one will be heading to you. And they are beautiful. They are amazing. Uh, not what you were asking about, Dan, but the puppy who has been asleep next to me has just woken up and she hasn't moved yet. She's just kind of looking around, but she is farting. Well, it's a good thing that we were wrapping up. If you are a backer at the $25 and up level Oop, and have been so for four down. months. Oop, she's stretching her legs. The, oh, no. The coping boxes that we have been manufacturing and are, are they are almost ready to go. They will go out this week, so... Amazing things heading to our patrons, patrons from the Patreon. Son of Dan has been doing some packing. Yeah, my fourteen-year-old. I hired my fourteen-year-old to pack all those posters. He did a he did a good job. And he gets and paid. They, those are he does. That's why I said I hired him. I know he gets but, paid from your Patreon money. I know, but when you when you say your dad hired, it sort of like sort of sounds like you know if you were hired like when I was a kid when I was hired. Um, I got, um, I, 
I'm good. This is true, but I'm going to sound like a Victorian child. I got, um, I got a dollar for scrubbing my aunt, the one with the bird that committed suicide. Oh, no, I would. Oh no, they like to know. have their floor like no. floor scrubbed by hand. Oh, okay, that, Phew. that's how I was taught to clean floors was de- <sighs> like with a bucket. With one, I was breath. really worried about what you were scrubbing. Mm, I no. thought there was going to be a bunion involved. Mm-mm, no, I used to scrub their floors by hand for okay. a dollar. Actually, I may have gotten even less for the floor. I may have gotten fifty cents oh, for the floor. Oh man! Well, he got much more than that because we don't run that kind of shop around here. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. And our logo was designed by Darth. The more I talk about my childhood, the more I kind of go, wait a minute. Dan, one of the things I am have in my thought works that I re- is a book of essays just about stuff, but certainly about some of my experiences. Um, I want that to exist. Yeah, I want that to exist too. And so that is, but possibly some of the things I've talked about a little bit will be part of the material. That is, I want that. I want that right now in my hands. Well, I'll grow into it. No, I'll grow for you it. You will. Grow for it. You're going to grow for it. I I have a lot of things that I'm going to grow for this year, Maureen. I'm pretty excited about them. I've been, I took a week off from impeachment.fyi and my brain didn't stop going. Growing. Didn't stop growing. There you go. See? When you change the go when you change the go to grow, I feel like that verb shift is very important. Because go just implies this kind of just this relentless energy that's just like but the grow has like a nice up movement. I like it. Well, it also acknowledges that, you know, sometimes growth is about learning and like it it Go for it feels like, oh, I can just go do that. Whereas growing involves change. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I like it. I like it. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Hey. Our Facebook group is moderated by Jan hey. Stiller. Hey. Oh, it is Amy Carter's shoe. How's it going, Scrote? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Scrote. We have not heard from you in quite a while. I've been here the whole time. I've been here the whole time. Okay. I heard your new slogan. Grow for it. Yeah. Do you like it? I love it. You know who I want to tell it to? My man. I want my man to grow for it. You know what I mean? My man Joe. Oh, no. My man Joe's going to grow for it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, God, no. That's right. <laughs> no. Yeah, he grows for it every night. Oh, no. Yeah, he's going to be president oh, when he's president. He took a nice thing and made it terrible. That's right. He's going to be president. Uh, it's going to be great. I mean, I mean maybe. Uh, sure. If I have anything to do with it. And I have a lot to do with it. I know all the secrets of the White House. You do. That's true. You are the former shoe of presidential child. I know where all the bodies are buried. Literally. They're all in that pool. 
the JFK pool that Nixon built a whole bowl, bowling alley over. We put a lot of dead bodies in that pool oh before my. we made it into a bowling alley. And you know what a bowling alley has? It's got big balls. Oh, no. Big, shiny <laughs> balls. Everything was going so well. When my man Joe uses that presidential bowling alley, he doesn't need those balls because he's got his own. Oh, no. Oh, no. He just snaps them down the aisle, knocks down the pins, and they snap right back into his pants. Oh. He makes a strike every time. Oh. Sometimes he ends up in the gutter, if you know what I mean. I don't, but I don't I don't need to. Carter Shoe Woo. Bye. Happy me. Yeah. Oh. We, we yeah. got we got Dexy some balls for uh Christmas because she loves balls more than anyone has loved anything in the whole history of the universe. Tennis I balls. just can't hear balls now. No, so it just doesn't got, work. She gets so excited from the tennis balls that she she cannot she cannot contain herself. Sometimes she just straight up pees from the excitement of it. So we have to be very selective about when the balls come out. But she also likes to push them under the sofa and then we have to get them. That's like a really fun game for her. So Oscar was, you know, we she's running around, she's got the balls and he's getting under the sofa and he's and he's pulling them out and he he pulled them out and he looked at them and he goes, what are we going to do with these balls? And I just started laughing because I was like, basically, you just asked about these nuts as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> but in your Englishy way. And I could not stop uh-huh. laughing because I am a child. <laughs> On that note, spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars spread and the reviews. Word. Spread it. Spread oh, no. the word. Spread On it. Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Go up to everyone you ever meet and say, hey, scrote. Have you listened to Says Who Podcast? Why not, you dumb scrote? And then you grab their phone and you punch it in there and you slap it back in their big dumb hand and say, fixed it for you, scrote, and then you run off. Join us next week, January 8th, for our next episode. And then later in January, join Maureen Johnson Mm. on the road for the release of The Hand on the Wall. Uh, January 21st, I'll be in Los Angeles with Billy Jensen, crime reporter, writer, amazing dude, detective dude. On January 23rd, I'll be in Denver. The 25th, I'll be in Christiana, Delaware, right by the University of Delaware. Uh, January 26th, I'll be at Oxford Valley Barnes & Noble in Pennsylvania, which is my home turf. And on the 27th, I'll be in Athens, Georgia. And so all the details are up on my site. MaureenJohnsonBooks.com. There's a whole tour thing in there. And you could go there for info about pre-orders and to get the, the cool print and all that good stuff. So let me understand this. Mm-hmm. I can pre-order yes. the hand on the wall anywhere. Anywhere. And I just need to acknowledge the that I have done so mm-hmm. and I will get a lenticular print. Yes. All you have to do is there's a link that you click it that, ah, the puppy just knocked off my headphones. She's just stretching her legs. Um, there's a link. Harper's just made a page. All you do is you fill out your hold, name. Hold, hold, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What? 
what is the current ah. layout of your body and your dog's body that your dog just stretched her legs and knocked off your headphones? She stretched. She's on her back and she stretched out next to me with her arm, but, with her head kind of tucked under my arm. And she, oh, hello. Hello. Oh, she's are kissing me. Are you laying on oh, the floor right no, now? No, I'm on a chair. I'm on a chair. Oh, she's kissing me and wagging her tail. Oh, hi. Hi, baby. Oh, she's happy. Oh, and she just yawned in my face. Oh, her face is very close to mine. You can probably even hear her sniffing. Yeah, she's sniffing the mic. Oh, hi. Oh, she's awake. Hello, girl. Hello, baby. Mm. Yeah, I'm kissing her little snoop. So anyway, you fill out this form with your mailing address, and then they'll just ask you to, like, send a... I think it's like a you take a screenshot of your purchase... You know, it's like if you ordered it and then you just send, yeah. you send a picture of the receipt or you send like a screenshot of the purchase. That's all you need to do. I love it. And then I you love just, it. That's great. Yep. And it just, they don't they don't they don't care where you it, they can only send it in the in the U.S. That's the only thing. And I for that, I yep. apologize. But that's all you have to do. You just send your info and you send the little picture that you've pre-ordered it. And they'll send you the print. That is awesome. The hand on the wall. Comes out January 21st. I'm very excited. And I really hope I'm that very you'll, excited. You'll come out and see me in Los Angeles, Denver, Delaware, Philadelphia, and in Athens, Georgia. And impeachment.fyi gets back up and running on the 6th of January. So you can get emails from me every night if you go to impeachment.fyi slash sign up. Maureen Johnson, it is 2020. And I think We're the dog going for it. I think the dog has to go to the bathroom. She didn't go From this morning. My basement in Chicago. She didn't. She hasn't gone since like nine o'clock last night because she wouldn't go in the rain this morning. So I think we're about to have an incident. All right. Well, let's wrap it up then. From my basement in Chicago. And from a place, I'm Dan Sink. From a place of growth, from a place of appreciation, love, a place of oh, what she got. Oh, she stole an orange. Pee on the floor. Give me that orange. Yeah. Okay, I'm Maureen Johnson. This has been Says Who. Give me this that This has been Says Who. You don't even like oranges. Okay, I really do grow have to go. She, she really does have, have she really has. You really, you really do have to grow. I'm getting off to him because she really did steal an orange. Growing for it. <laughs>